Hello, 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 hello. Hello, 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 hello. I'm a guest on somebody podcast. Oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus. Okay. Okay. okay let me look at these questions again. It's like, no, but okay. I'm ready. Go ahead, girl. Do your thing. Okay. So. Today we'll be talking about walking into your purpose, and I brought my sister on here. Say hey. Hey. I brought my sister on here so we can talk about walking into purpose because she realized her purpose, and she helped me realize my purpose. So I'm going to ask her a couple questions, and she's going to give me answers, and I'm going to relay back with her and talk to her about it and how she really feels about it and how important it is to realize your purpose. You can go ahead. Okay, so my name is Shanice. Y'all can go my podcast. I don't know what my podcast is called. But, um, yes. Um, so you want me to go ahead and say what? I'm sorry. Anything. <laughs> Just introduce myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I'm I'm Shanice Cahill. I like to say my whole name now because it's cute and it's catchy now. <laughs> But yeah, I just want to help y'all fix crowns and just give y'all some advice and just help y'all like following God. It's not church. Well, it is churchy, but you don't. It's not technically churchy. Right. Okay. I'm ready. Whenever you're ready, you can ask me a question. You can ask me anything. Okay. I'm open. So the first question is, when and what made you realize your purpose? Um, I realized my purpose in 2017 okay and i believe i was going through some of the most craziest things of my life so i don't okay let me think what i was going through yeah so that's the year i broke up with my daughter dad and then i remember i broke up with him and i was asking god that's when i first started to pray like god what is my purpose and i think that was like in january and god started answering that prayer in july so when I broke up with him, I was like, God, I asked my purpose. I asked God to send my husband. And I said, God, give me my husband. But when I meet him, I want him to have a suit on and wear a certain shoe. That was my confirmation. Okay. That was two things I prayed for. So I ended up meeting this guy with a suit on with these shoes on. Mm-hmm. But the crazy part is the devil will hear your prayer too. Yeah. When you pray for certain things because this man turned out to be completely married and then like once I ended that situation I was so heartbroken so like in the, in the midst of my heart being heartbroken over that situation because I'm thinking this is my husband but I wasn't fully walking in God or I wasn't deep into it like now uh-huh. but God um, the first incident I'm trying to think which one was the first I was sitting in Bible study and this girl looked at me and she was like um she said, do you got a book out? And I'm like, no. And she said, "You, it's a book in you, but you're embarrassed to talk about it. And at this time, I started journaling. That's so I had, awesome. least, I had like five journals. Okay. So I was already writing my journals. And then so the second time, I brushed it off. And when she said at church, I brushed it off. And then I went to the second event a month later. And this prophet, he was like, you going to write seven books in your lifetime. I'm like, okay. Seven? And then it was yeah, he said, he said you're you going to be a best-selling author, and you're going to write seven books in your lifetime. And then a third time come, somebody else told me, I'm going to write a book. And then, I, then like, I went to sleep. I went to sleep I went to sleep that same summer, and God showed me, like, a glimpse of my future. And I was literally on stage with a pencil skirt on, and it was, like, a crowd full of women. Wow. And that's when I knew that 
part of my purpose was to reach out to women and build women into write books. And people, people's favorite question is, how do I find my purpose? Like, I feel like that's like a common question. Uh-huh. And your purpose is wrapped up in that very thing you like to do so much that you don't, that you don't pay attention to. Okay. That's part of your purpose. Like, people think, oh, your purpose is preaching. People think your purpose is, oh, I got to be a gospel singer. Like, no. I didn't recognize that my whole entire life, I used to write books in my notebooks. Okay. Like, I used to write stories in my notebooks. I never caught on to that to recently. Like, I grew up writing books, and I forgot about it. This girl, my old friend, Chanel, she said, you remember, she brought it up to me around this time I was asking for my purpose. She inboxed me. She was like, I, I came across all these books men used to write in high school. And I'm like, books? And I'm like, oh, my God. Me and her used to write books to each other and exchange it. Wow. So, like, my hobby was part of my purpose. And then by me wanting to help women with their brokenness or just want to help people in period, that was part of my purpose. Like it's it's that very thing that you love to do is is wrapped up in your purpose. That's a long answer, but yeah. <laughs> That's a great answer. Now my next question is how do you stay consistent with your purpose? Because my problem I have is I don't I procrastinate my whole life. So I don't always stay consistent when I know I should be or I fall off or my phone distracts me how do you do uh-huh. it um that's a problem for me too like it, it's a that's definitely a problem for me like I get distracted quickly so that's why I'm always forcing myself on social media okay. um you have to learn self-discipline like if you wake up like example if you wake up today and say hey I'm going to walk a mile today. I'm going to eat healthy today. And you just sit on the couch all day and just sit on social media and ate a bunch of junk food. You're not teaching yourself self-discipline. When you teach yourself being self-discipline and you be consistent with that habit, that habit will actually turn to a lifestyle once you learn how to be consistent about that. I procrastinate too. I definitely do. Like my book is supposed to be completely finished, but I just be, I get distracted. One thing with God um, God would give me writer's block, which well, I can't write no more if I'm in the wrong season or if I'm out of alignment. And I mean by out of alignment is when I fall off track with God. That's out of alignment. So if I do something that's like sinful or go back and talk to a God I ain't supposed to talk to, God will block my writer's block because my book is like everything I write in my book, like God literally give me what to say. Uh-huh. And since you're not listening to me and since you're being disobedient right now, I'm about to block your creativity. And that's what God do to me. So, like, I, I force myself, like, okay, can we get back in the Bible? Like, and, and I know the Bible probably be boring. It was definitely boring to me. Yeah, some most of the stuff I don't understand. But you can go to Common and Common to help you. Yeah, I, so people are like, why are you reading it? I, that's the only way I'm understanding. Like, if I'm going to read the Bible, I'm going to make it comfortable for me. But what I do is just, I just read a verse every day and just say what it means to me. I listen to your podcast too, what you made on that uh, Bible verse. Oh, and that actually made me cry. Yeah, that actually helped me out that night. It was a perfect word. I forgot what it, what it said, my memory bad. Uh-huh. But I knew it was perfect timing because I did. I studied that verse like after I listened to that podcast. Ooh, she probably made me cry, y'all. <laughs> Yeah, though. I forgot the question, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do, too. I'm trying to find some good ones. Okay. Oh, yeah. Be consistent. I mean, how you say consistent? Oh, yeah. How to be consistent. So, when I tell you guys, like, consistency is hard for me. Like, I try. I even made alarms on my phone. Okay, you need to read this Bible. You need to do this Bible scripture. You need to make sure you write. I try to do 15 minutes of each day. 
I sleep my whole day away, so that's really hard for me. But I try my hardest, and I'm going to keep pushing myself. And we all have to push ourselves and keep telling yourself, like, I have to do this every single day. So my next question was, why is finding your purpose so important? Um, I feel like if you don't find your purpose, you will let the world label you. Like, uh, what I mean by that, because a lot of people... A lot of a lot of us are living, but we're not living. A lot of us are living to the world standards, and we haven't found our true identity. A lot of us are like, I would say, particular my generation and like pretty much your generation mm-hmm. mainly. A lot of people are just following after what you see on the TV show mm-hmm. or following what the music's saying, and nobody really know their true identity. Like I use myself for example. When I was deep out in the world, I thought I had to dress half naked. I mm-hmm. thought I had to go from relationship to relationship. I thought, and like by me going relationship to relationship, it made me settle. It made me deal with guys who belittle me and treat me like nothing. So I started to accept that I wasn't nothing. I started to accept that I wasn't pretty enough. Like that's why I, I label myself what the world labeled me. And the more mm-hmm. I get close to God, I start showing me like, um, no, you're beautiful. Like you're you're somebody's wife. Act like it dress like it like I literally changed my whole image on how I dress how I talk because I had to get out the world and you can't be lukewarm lukewarm is like uh Makaya Ken I just watched like a few minutes ago she was saying like you can't be going to the club on Sunday I mean on Saturday night and then going to church on Sunday Uh that's lukewarm you like God rather in the bible it say God say you either you either with me or you not like there's no in between and it's like I understand I used to go to church I mean not, not church but the club but I didn't stop going for a holy reason. It was just like, it, it didn't fit me no more. Okay. But it's like, your purpose, everything is connected to your purpose. Like, you wanted to be successful, that's connected to your purpose. Like, you wanted to find your wife, your husband, that's connected to it. Like, you becoming a better person, like, everything is connected. Like, people, oh, I want to be rich one day. Okay, get in alignment and let God find your purpose, and your purpose will make you money. Okay. Like, it's everything connected to that. Okay. I'm preaching. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Look at you. Look at you. Look so at I'm me. Uh, yes, girl, you out here. <laughs> what do you want to tell others about their purpose? What I mean by that is what advice could you, like the advice you just gave them, what advice could you give them? Like you said, the, the world labels them. Like, it's people out here. I have some friends or I know people, and they just, like you said, they just live it. They don't understand that their purpose is everything like their purpose means everything? Um, wait, wait, reword the question. Okay, uh, before I can think on it, oh, think about it. <laughs> wait, reword, like, say, say, just say it one more time. Come on, I'm trying to think of like a better understanding. No, th- that's a good question. I just want you to like say it, just say it one more time. Okay. Like, people, what can I tell people? Like, just say it one more time. Just let me okay. register in my head. How could you tell people that go through the same thing over and over how finding their purpose impacts their life? Um, like, say, for instance, I go to the same boy back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, and I don't realize- Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. That's, okay, that's, um, that was my biggest thing, too. Like, um, I think that cycle thing, um... Dang, I just I just watched a sermon on this too. Like when you continue, I feel like when you continue to go in cycles, um, you don't have faith in you don't have that much faith in God. 
like you don't have that much faith that God can bring you out of it. So you stay somewhere comfortable or you afraid of growth. When you afraid of growth, you stay in your comfort zone. So it's like, Hey, I'll always use this phrase. Like it's easy to trust a man you can't see instead of trusting a man you can't see, which is God. Like it's easy for us to keep going back to a familiar guy or a boyfriend when we don't see God, like God telling us like, Hey, if you let this boy go, I got somebody better for you. But you got this boy right here in your face physically, like telling you and feeding you bull crap. So you're it's nine times out of ten, if you don't have that much faith in God, you're gonna believe that physical person over God have that much faith in God that God can actually find you. Like a lot of people like don't think like um this is the best I can get. Like we don't have high self-esteem. You were settling like this this must be the best I can get. Mm-hmm you your husband like like will worship the ground you work on work on walk on or whatever like he will literally sing to somebody and a lot of us don't understand our worth that's like the biggest thing of why we keep i did i was stupid like i i say that i don't say that with pride but i was uh-huh. i was completely stupid over a guy because i didn't know my worth i simply didn't know who i was like i let him dog me out like every relationship i've been in i got dogged out but like i always say um I'm not the victim because I stayed and I allowed it because I simply didn't know my worth. And if you keep going on that cycle, you got to stop and think like people around you going to think that's okay. But uh-huh. like, you got to have people around you who constantly remind you like you deserve better. But then you have, you got friends. I don't not true people in general. Like you got friends yeah. that just continuously stay in bad relationships over and over. And then you like, girl, leave him alone. And she don't listen. And friends like that, you just got to simply say, like, they got to learn their own. Like, me, like, my mama, she used to try to warn me, like, guys will do this, guys do that. But I had to bump my head first and go mm-hmm. water. Like, it was like, don't touch that hot stove. Like, you tell me don't touch the hot stove, I'm about to go touch it. I gotta yes, go because. Like, but it's like, some people like that, people that's like that, you just got to let them fall on their own and learn their own. Some people learn through pain. And other people learn watching other people's experiences. I'm a preacher. <laughs> so, my sister has a daughter named Layla. And I wanted to ask, how did you finding your purpose help you with parenting Layla? I just made... You heard my podcast today? I'm <laughs> You heard it? Not yet. Oh, that's crazy. I, I just talked about that. Um, I don't know. Like, Layla... Man, it's it's Layla. She changed. I mean, if don't have a kid, like I'm not saying don't. If you don't have a kid right now, wait. Like literally, right. there's nothing like we make it normal to just um go have sex and have a kid, and then mm-hmm. you and the guy break up. Like we make it normal to be single parent. Like nothing wrong with wanting to do it the correct way. When I say the correct mm-hmm. way, that means actually meeting the guy and y'all becoming a family. Like we don't see that many black families out here. So we normalize, hey, if I get pregnant and he leave, then hey, cool. Like, no, do it the correct way. Mm-hmm. But I was I was tremendously blessed to have a child's father like the one I had. Like I was mm-hmm. like, it's very rare. But um when I had Layla, that's when everything started. Like I remember I was I thought I was pregnant. I did not want a kid. I wanted abortion because I didn't think he was gonna be a good daddy because he was a hood guy. So I'm thinking like he's about to leave me. Like I, I, the society made me think that most dads are deadbeat or the dad 
or the dad I grew up with, he was like in jail or whatever. So it made me hmm. think that all dads was like that. So I, I, out of fear, I was like, you know what? I don't want to have a kid by him. Da, da, da. And that's when it was, I was at work. I went to TBS, had a pregnancy test and I took the pregnancy test and it turned out I was pregnant and I bust out crying at my desk. And then I had Pandora playing before I bought that test. And I just put my headphones in. And that's when the song was like, your baby is not a mistake. The devil did not get you pregnant. And ever since I heard that, it was like confirmation. That's it. Like That baby got purpose. Mm-hmm. And w- once I thought that I had something to live for, that's when my purpose, like, it snapped. Like, Shanice, the way you was living, you had to, I had to unlearn a lot of stuff that I was learned. Like, mm-hmm. what I was taught, I had to unlearn that because uh, if my daughter watched me settle and keep getting dogged out, you know what she gonna do when she get older? She gonna think, "Hey, I'm about to, I'm about to. This, this how you get treated." My mm-hmm. mama accepted, so she, she, she the main reason why I decided that I'm gonna just break generation curses. I'm a walking purpose because I can't watch like even with you, like I can't, I can't watch you or my daughter like go through the stuff I went through, right, guys. Right. Like, that stuff is tragic mm-hmm. when you constantly getting dogged out. I bet guys sent me to the abortion clinic just to give me plan B pills. Mm-hmm. I simply didn't know my worth because I was taught like I was taught not I mean I was taught a lot, but right. I let the world label me as whatever, whatever. Yeah, that was my problem. Like you know how guys and like I we'll settle for less. Like I most definitely yeah. settle for less. And then I thought, like you said, I thought it was okay. Like with my love relationship, I feel like getting a promise ring was on the earth. I thought I was just the best, and I, I most definitely was going to settle for less. And then you you helped me realize my worth. Like, hey, you deserve way more than that. A promise ring is just something simple. Somebody will give you the whole world plus more. So I was like, okay. And I helped I think it's just hard for people. Like, I don't know. Like, But it's like a lot of women, like probably like my generation, your generation, like we watched the way our, what our mom did in relationships. Yes, generation and we just... Person. Yeah, so we we just recycle what we seen our mom do. Like it, in our head, like I always say, the way we love people and how we date people, we was taught that way. Mm-hmm. And even if it was right or wrong, that's the only way we know. So to us, the way we was taught and what we seen growing up is right to us because that's the only thing we was able to see growing up. Mm-hmm. And a lot of stuff that we seen growing up or seeing how our parents handled relationships, it was wrong. So now we have to redo everything. And that's why it's so important to get close to God because that's why they call it baby Christian. It's like when you first start working to God, they call you a baby Christian mm-hmm. because you're learning how to walk again with God, even though you're a grown person, but you're literally relearning the correct way now. Yeah, that's powerful. That's really that powerful. I'm thinking some more questions. It's crazy that you said that. Because I wanted to bring up generational curses. Like, I was just thinking, I was going to ask you, how does generational curses it, and find curses coincide? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Oh, shoot, guys. I think we got disconnected. Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Hello? Yeah, can you hear me now? Yeah. Probably because I got up okay. to turn. I got a, I got some bread skin potatoes and the steak and the oven. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. But what you say? Like, okay, it it so broke up. I was gonna ask you like I was trying to word how do walking into your purpose and generational curses coincide? Ooh, ooh, that's sticky. Sign <laughs> off. 
<laughs> generational curses and your purpose. Like, I don't know. I just know whatever you don't heal from. Oh, here we go. Look at God. Whatever you, whatever oh. you, a lot of us are facing, like right now, a lot of us are going through things our parents never healed from. That, that's a generation curse. Like, it's a lot of stuff that we're facing right now. It's a lot of things within us that our parents, since our parents never healed from that, guess who, guess who turn it is? And then we don't decide to heal from it, guess who turn is next? It literally, I can't think of the Bible verse. I just heard, I just heard it like an hour ago. But we, if you don't heal from those cur- generation of curses, you're doing nothing but passing it down. It's literally, if I don't heal right now and Layla don't heal, it's going to be passed down to her grandkids. So it got to mm-hmm. stop. Some, it got to stop somewhere. Like it literally just has to stop. Child. Yes, I do. I do. And I wanted to say thank you for coming to my podcast. Thank you for all the great answers. And thank you. I just hey, want to say this was good. I really, I really like yes, it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, definitely do more guests. Like, yes. Definitely help. I mean, it's like, just focus on my biggest advice. Focus on your crowd. Like, like okay. your generation. Like, focus on them. Like, even and my biggest thing, do not pay attention to numbers. Like I always okay. say, if it's just one person that you can help out and just build up, that's it. That's all that's yeah. all that matters to God. God care about souls, not 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 numbers. He don't, right. like a big church don't mean nothing to God if everybody in that church is still sinning and doing all the wrong things the next day. Right. He care about that one person that's actually trying, that one person who actually wanna get saved and want to become a better person. Like don't let numbers discourage you. And ask God, like God, you give me what you give me the wisdom what to say. You give me what should I tell you? Like I don't come I you know how many podcasts I had where I wanted to be petty and sneak this somebody and I had to literally mm-hmm. delete it. I I probably like at least 40 of them now. I had to go, I had to literally delete it. Like, like I wanted to just, oh, girl, you want to feel this today. But God was like, no, like, I made this platform for you to build women, not to sneak this women or not to like tear anybody down. Okay. But I love you, Tinkerbutt. I love you more. And keep doing good. Oh, I love you more, and I'm more proud of you. Okay, don't get up, Talk to you later. All right, think about it.